For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Anthony Alipra back out on the mound for Northwestern. First batter he will face is the Cougar third baseman, Casey Jacobson. In the top of the seventh, it's 3-1 Northwestern. BYU won game one of this series last night. Northwestern looking to even the series before the third and final game. A little bit later on tonight here from Sloan Park in Mesa, Arizona. Jason Shepard, Tuckett Slade with you on the broadcast. Thanks for tuning in. 2019 BYU baseball season is live. First pitch to Casey outside for ball one. Well, we got something going last inning, right? Got a run across, had a chance to, to tie a game up and come back out with the momentum and got, got out of that one. It's time to come get some more runs. 1-0 pitch, low and outside for ball two. Cougars scored their one run in the top of the sixth. Casey shows bunt, pulls it back. Called strike one. Now two and one to Casey Jacobson. The 2-1 pitch from Alipra is foul back. Evens the count at two balls and two strikes. Because I'm a nice guy, I will refrain from giving the score in the second half of the BYU basketball game. Perfect. Perfect. I got a lot of guys on here asking. Jacobson takes that 2-2 pitch deep into center field. And an awkward play by David Dunn. Looked like he tripped a little bit, was able to make the catch. but Yeah, good recovery. That was a nice recovery from David Dunn because he had a beat on it. And then as he, the ball was about to land in his glove, he, his knee looked like it buckled. One away here in the top of the seventh. So they, they've asked on Facebook Live, they said, Shep, seriously, just just give us a spoiler warning at least if you're going to do I it. I will do that. So, That's we can, deal. so we can mute you, right? Deal. Deal. I will give you a, a score. I will give you, say, spoiler alert, and then I'll give you a 3 2 one. I'll give the score, and then we'll come back. That's a deal. Carson Matthews at the plate. Fouls the first pitch from Alipra. Look, we listen to our listeners. Problem is, I just realized I had that whole entire speech on mute, so they didn't hear that. Oh, well, that's their loss then. 0-2 oh, the count to the freshman shortstop, so, Carson Matthews. So for those who didn't hear that, Shep said he's going to give you guys a spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert. He's going to say, hey, I'm going to announce the score, 3-2-1, and then go ahead and do it. So you're going to go ahead and mute it. Matthews turns on that ball, cranks it foul. Definitely has some pop. We saw yesterday where we thought he had a walk-off home run. It just went foul. Danny Jelilich on deck. Matthews swing and a foul tip straight back. We're in the top of the seventh. BYU trailing 3-1. to one. Carson Matthews at the plate, struck out in his previous two at-bats. The 0-2 pitch fouls that the other way. Good battle right there. 
Gorgeous day here in Mesa. Yes, it is. It's beautiful. Lots of clouds in the distance, but mostly blue skies and no precipitation to speak of. Alipra ahead 0-2. The pitch to Matthews. Low for ball one. Nice take by Carson. Carson, 5'8", 170 from San Clemente, California. You know, he got us going. Got us going yesterday, right? He certainly did. 1-2 pitch to Matthews. Ground ball. Third baseman over, Maxwell to Bourbon. They'll get Carson at first base for out number two. Danny Jelilich moving into the batter's box with two outs here in the top of the seventh. Nobody on. Number 30, Anthony Alipra, the right-handed pitcher from Cedar Rapids, Iowa on the mound. He's a 6'3", 180-pound sophomore. His first pitch to Jelilich. Jelly fouls that ball off to the left. Jackson Clough running out to grab that. If Danny can get on base, Mitch McIntyre will be the next batter for BYU. The 0-1 pitch outside evens the count at one ball and one strike. The wind's still blowing from west to east. Jelilich takes strike two. see the American flag out in right center waving proudly. You can't quite figure out which way it wants to wave, though. That's I the know. issue. <laughs> Some swirling wind, certainly. Alipra with the 1-2 pitch to Jelilich. Swing and a miss for strike three. Jelilich strikes out, and that will retire the Cougars in the top of the seventh. Heading to the bottom of the seventh, it's 3-1 Northwestern. You're listening to BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Sloan Park in Mesa, Arizona. BYU trailing Northwestern 3-1. We're in the bottom of the seventh. Reed McLaughlin still on the mound. Gets Jack Dunn ground to the third baseman, Casey Jacobson. His throw over to first was a little high, but a great job by Brian Sue to snag that and get back out on the bag before Dunn stepped on first base. It's out number one. Well, Casey made an absolutely great play, diving down the line to make that play. Had all the time in the world, you know, and then throws it high over there. Great play by Sudo to, to, to get up there and, and make that out. Charlie Maxwell, the batter, one away here in the bottom of the seventh. Again, today is a doubleheader. Our second game will start 30 minutes after this game concludes. First pitch to Maxwell is a strike, 0-1 to the Northwestern third baseman. On deck for the Wildcats, number four, Alex Arrow. McLaughlin's 0-1 pitch is lined into left field. That'll be a base hit for Charlie Maxwell. Good swing by Charlie, inside out, line drive to left. 
Really good swing. Gives Northwestern a base runner with one out in the bottom of the seventh, leading three to one. That also gives them the lead in hits at six to five. Alex Arrow, the next batter that Reed McLaughlin will face. Reed, the freshman from Scottsdale, not far from where we are right now. Instead of throwing to the plate, he throws over to first. Maxwell able to get back. Abraham Valdez behind the dish for the Cougars. Starting catcher today was freshman Colton Easton. Easton was pulled for a pinch hitter in Jaron Hall. That pitch to Arrow taken for strike one. A little generous call right there by the home plate umpire. I thought that ball was away. Maxwell at first, one out. We're in the bottom of the seventh. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade with you here on ESPN 960 as well as Facebook Live on BYUCougars.com. Another throw over to first. Maxwell back safely. You certainly don't want to have Maxwell advance and put himself in scoring position with only one out. Another throw oh, to first, him. and that one gets past Brian Sue. Maxwell will advance on to second base, and just like that, with one out, Northwestern has a runner in scoring position after the error. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there with Brian Sue because the ball looked like it was good enough to be caught. I don't know if it just caught him in between of going backhand or right at him, but uh, kind of handcuffed him and got to there. I thought that if he catches it clean, he might have a chance to pick him off. He had a good quick move there. They clearly thought they had an opportunity. That was three straight throws over to first base. They knew Maxwell was a threat to run. But he's at second base after the air. It's now 0-1 to Arrow. He fouls that ball up into the left side. Out of play. 0-2 the count. To the junior from Miami, Florida, number four, Alex Arrow. Alex is grounded out, walked, and singled. Pretty much do everything for this Northwestern team. Yes, he does. Good little player. Tough out. The 0-2 pitch. Outside, ball one. On deck is Willie Bourbon, the first baseman. thought it was funny in the pronunciation guide they had bourbon there and it says like the drink <laughs> that's funny <laughs> one two pitch to arrow ground ball to jackson clough easy grab over to sue two away on the out though maxwell advancing to third but now with two outs brings up willie bourbon just like the drink like the drink according <laughs> to the pronunciation guide in the northwestern game notes 
You know, there were some names that I, I wondered about with Northwestern. Willie Bourbon was not one of them. I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad that, uh, Shep, is there something you need to tell everyone that, that uh, you know that drink really well? No, I, I just didn't think there was any other way to pronounce that name. No, it looked, I, I agree. A couple of those guys, I'm glad you have to announce it, not me, because there's no <laughs> way I want to say it. First pitch to Bourbon, taken for strike one. Well, Reed's got to find a way right here, Shep. He's got to find a way to keep that run from scoring. Yeah, you got to strand Maxwell at third. You're down two runs, three to one. You don't want to add any more. Pitch outside, even in the count, at one ball and one strike. This is where A. Valdez, who just only came in a couple innings ago as the catcher, has to be really good. Right? Got to squeeze everything, got to block everything. Can't give up any free runs here. You have to make them earn it. Valdez looking into the BYU dugout, getting the call. On deck is the redshirt freshman, David Dunn. Reed McLaughlin's pitch. It's outside for ball two. Maxwell trying to make Reed McLaughlin uncomfortable. He's doing a lot of moving uh, during that pitch. Two and one the count. McLaughlin's pitch in for strike two. Nice job by Reed to even the count at two and two with two outs here in the bottom of the seventh. Yeah, really good pitch right there. Battle back to 2-2, two -two, and now you go ahead and make your best pitch. Looks like the got Carson Matthews shading all the way up the middle, and Casey's way off the line at third, and Clough's out in the outfield in shallow right. The 2-2 pitch, swing and a miss. He struck him out. That'll strand the runner at third. No run score in the bottom of the seventh. Cougars coming to the plate in the top of the eighth, trailing 3-1 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Jason Shepard. Top of the eighth, BYU and Northwestern from Sloan Park in Mesa, Arizona. Spring training home of the Chicago Cubs. BYU trailing 3-1. to one. They're coming to the plate here in the top of the eighth. Anthony Alipra, still the pitcher, who faces Mitch McIntyre, who swing, swings through strike one. Yeah, good changeup right there. Well, you're down to six outs, Shep. Down two runs, down to six outs left. Got to find a way. Got to get something going. It's now or never. It's all about base runners right now. They 0-1 pitch to McIntyre inside. Mitch has already been hit in this game. His first plate appearance in the top of the first, he was hit in the back. One and one the count now to BYU left fielder Mitch McIntyre. Well, and these are the guys you expect to do it, right? You're two, three, four, five batters coming up in the lineup. Your best guys, got to go get them right now. McIntyre, chopper to the first baseman. Bourbon with the glove and able to get it over to Alipro, who was covering first for the first out of the inning. Shout out to my friend Steve Klauke, voice of the Salt Lake Bees, listening to the broadcast. Well, if you'd have told me that, I just would have got off the broadcast <laughs> and not ruined this thing. <laughs> Klauke's the man. Steve's giving me uh, the restaurant advice. If there's any city that he's been to, he'll be able to tell you exactly where you want to go eat at. First pitch to Brock Hale. 
Strike one. He's a Chicago baseball fan. He's just a fan of the White Sox instead of the Cubs. 0-1 count. Alipra to Hale. Hale pops that ball up. It's foul down the left field or right field line, and it gets out of play. And Ben Dickey ran into the wall. He thought he had a play on it. Yeah, I thought he was going to make a play, and luckily that wind pushed it just enough to where when he reached in there, couldn't quite get it over the railing, and it went foul. That was one of the higher fly balls we've seen. And with the wind swirling the way it is, there's no no doubt he thought he had a a chance until the wind took it and took it into the stands. Now 0-2 to Brock Hale. 0-2 0-2 pitch, high and outside for ball one. One out, nobody on. Cougars trailing 3-1. to one. Good take right there. That's a tough pitch to take. Brock able to keep the bat on his shoulder. He thought about it, he didn't did. take it, and now 2-2 two and two the count. Definitely did. Top of the eighth, the pitch to Hale outside, and the count now full at three and two. That's one thing about Brock Hale that impresses me the most is he rarely swings at the pitcher's pitch. He's very disciplined, has a great eye. Um, Just a guy that just battles and grinds his at-bats. The three-two pitch to Hale, chopped foul past the third baseman. Coach Littlewood out to grab that ball. That's the one thing you're noticing this weekend with Brock is, you know, he had that little flare um, for a single, his last up bat to kind of got things going when we scored a run, but he's, he's missing fastballs, and that's just something he normally doesn't do, so you can tell his timing's a little bit off right now. Ground ball by Hale, right at Jack Dunn, the shortstop, over to first. Bourbon makes the grab, and that's two away in the top of the eighth. Well, good swing there. He hit it hard. They're playing him hard in the six hole. They're playing normal positioning. That's going to be a a single for them. They were playing it perfect. BYU in the top of the eighth now has two outs, and the batter is Brian Sue, the Cougar first baseman. Ball one to Brian from Anthony Alipra. Alipra, a right-hander from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. 1-0 1-0 pitch. Chopped just over the third base. Maxwell gloves it. His throw gets past the first baseman, Willie Bourbon. And Brian Sue is going to get all the way to second base. Nice hustle by Brian Sue. Once that ball was past Willie Bourbon, he made no mistake and ran quickly to second base. Yeah, you know, high chopper over the bag. Probably had more time than he thought he did. He rushed that throw and... First baseman Bourbon, who's been fantastic picking this weekend, wasn't able to come up with that. Got by him, and Stu Sue, with his good speed, got to second, which brings up the hottest hitter for the Cougs in Clough. It's a big-time situation for him to cut this lead in half. In the top of the seventh, BYU had runners in scoring position, could not get them in. Sue at second, and two outs. As you mentioned, Jackson Clough, the batter. Cougars trailing 3-1. to one. Pitch outside for ball one. 
Fish step is where you have to make, you have to make that air hurt, right? I mean, it's a two-base air. You have a runner in scoring position. You're down two, two outs here in the eighth. Find a way to get an RBI single here and cut this in half so you have a chance, you know, it, it give yourself at least a chance in the ninth inning to, to have a comeback. These are big two-out hits that we talk about. 1-0 pitch to Jackson. Ground ball past the second baseman. Coach Littlewood waving Brian Sue in. Cutoff man Willie Bourbon can't get the ball. Clough is going to try and advance to second. And they're going to get him out. Oh, you're going to wow, call him I safe. It. I love it. I love it. Jack Dunn put the tag on Clough and thought he had him out. Started to run off the field towards the dugout. The umpire called safe, and Jackson, nice hustle play, making his way around first and will end up at second base. Yeah. And in the process, BYU, one run closer, now trailing 3-2 to two in the top of the eighth. I absolutely love that. I mean, I understand it, it, you don't want to make that last out in the inning, but Jackson saw that bad throw skip away, and he said, you know what, i got to get in scoring position. And he made them make the play. And, you know, it's really tough from here to see if he was out or safe. It looked like he might have been wide of that tag, but it, it looked like the ball might have beat him. It was very similar to what we saw the play at third in the top of the seventh with Brock where yeah, it true. got past the cutoff it man. Did, yeah. And so Brock thought he had an easier time getting to home plate it was that situation with Jackson when he went around first base. The first baseman was the cutoff man, and it went past him. Jackson continued to run. They were able to make a throw, and luckily for BYU and Jackson, he was safe at second base. Yeah, but I love it. I love the fact that Jackson's pressing the issue, getting yourself to in scoring position. You have the big RBI to cut in half, and now here you are as a tying run at second now with Deming, Deming up, who... You know, he's probably kicking himself from his last at-bat, had a chance in RBI and popped up. So he's wanting to, to tie this game right here. Two outs, runner at second. Cougars with a man in scoring position. A base hit could tie this game up. Pitch outside to freshman Austin Deming. Ahead in the count, one ball and no strikes. Yeah, ball in the dirt there. Smart play by Clough. At second base, you're in scoring position, so you're only trying to advance the third on the ball in dirt unless it kicks away and it's 100% chance that you're going you're gonna to get there. Both teams now with two errors. are also tied in the hits department, six hits apiece. Northwestern still with the 3-2 lead. Lepra. Another ball and falls behind 2-0 to the Cougar-designated hitter, Austin Deming. This is what we saw from this team last night in BYU. Yeah, they the were down. The offense yeah. really wasn't, hadn't produced anything. They had an early one-run lead, but late in the game, they were able to find their rhythm, and we may be seeing a repeat of that again. Already Good scored old. one run. It's Good now 3-2 Northwestern. A 2-0 pitch. Deming was taken all the way, taking that one for strike one. Yeah, the eighth inning magic so far for the Cougs early in this season. Eight has been great yeah. for BYU so far. Two outs, runner at second, dimming at the plate. The 2-1 pitch, low for ball three. Now, if you're Austin Dimming, you've got to make sure if you're going to swing, he gives you a pitch to swing at. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't swing out of the zone here. You have to, you have to get yours. Got to be really selective. It's a fun time to hit as a hitter. 
Dimming ready for the 3-1 pitch from Alipra. Ground ball to the third baseman. Maxwell with the glove over to first base for out number three, and that'll strand the runner at second base. The Cougars do add a run in the top of the eighth. We'll head to the bottom of the eighth with Northwestern leading BYU 3-2 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Rejoining the action here in the bottom of the eighth, BYU pitcher Reed McLaughlin still on the mound. And he's ahead in the count, 0-2 on the Northwestern hitter, the center fielder, David Dunn. Dunn so far has not looked comfortable in this at bat. Fouls that ball off to the right side. Count remains 0-2. It's not been a great afternoon for Dunn. He struck out three times. Reed McLaughlin would love to make it four. My broadcast partner, Tuckett Slade. My name is Jason Shepard. Thanks for tuning in for BYU Baseball here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. 0-2 pitch, low and outside, ball one. BYU trailing 3-2 in the bottom of the eighth. Northwestern scored all three of their runs in the bottom of the third. BYU got on the board in the top of the sixth with the run, and the top in the end, one run in the top of the eighth. BYU trying to keep Northwestern off the bases and avoid another run coming in so that the Cougars have a chance to tie things up or take the lead in the ninth. One and two the count. It's done. Fouled that ball back. That big inning right here for Reed. Big inning. Keep it within a one-run game and give your team a chance in the ninth. That's all you can ask for if you're a Cougar fan. Need a big, big bottom half here for Reed. Done awaiting the one-two pitch. Strike three looking. First out of the inning. Nice job by Reed McLaughlin to strike out David Dunn. Michael Troutwine. Last night was the designated hitter. Tonight he's had catching duties here in the first game of our doubleheader. Yeah, done a good job. He's only a freshman. 6'1", 185 freshman from Johns Creek, Georgia. First pitch is low for ball one. As we mentioned on the broadcast last night, his dad was a Major League Baseball player, a pitcher, I believe. One ball, no strikes. Pitch on the way. Swing and a miss for strike one. It's, it happens so often, you know, that these Major League pitchers have sons that end up being position players and not pitchers, right? Happens. You see, like, happens more than anything because those those dads as pitcher says it's boring being a pitcher in the big leagues <laughs> be a hitter you gotta have the limelight man uh, for sure gotta be able to hit the home runs 1-1 one, one pitch foul back except we did face Auburn last year and Tom Glavin's son was a pitcher for Auburn um, obviously Clemens' son was a really good player and drafted for Texas last year as, a, as an infielder but it's, it's funny how that works Maddox's son is a pitcher at UNLV too so I guess it's a little bit of mixed. 1-2 pitch. Low for ball two. Count 2-2 two and two to Michael Troutwine. 
earlier today. BYU softball defeating UTEP by a final of 19 to 4. 19 runs is a decent afternoon. 2-2 pitch to Troutwine. Chop that ball foul. It'll roll all the way to the Northwestern dugout. Two balls, two strikes, one out, nobody on. We're in the bottom of the eighth. Northwestern leading 3-2. to two. Trout wind at the plate. Reed McLaughlin's pitch is high for ball three. Just a reminder, the second game of our doubleheader from a broadcast perspective will begin immediately following post-game of BYU basketball, Cougars at LMU. 3-2 pitch. Fouled off the other way by Troutwine. Count remains, three balls and two strikes. That game you will hear, the second game of our doubleheader, you'll hear on BYU Radio as well as Facebook Live on BYUCougars.com as well as the apps, of course. 3-2 pitch inside for oh, wow. ball four. Good pitch. And he walks Troutwine with one out. Northwestern has a runner at first base. Ben Dickey, the next batter for Northwestern. Dickey with a single, flight out twice. Flight out to center field and to left field. Trout wine at first after the walk. McLaughlin with a throw over to first. Trout wine able to get back safely. The BYU catcher is Abraham Valdez. Junior from San Diego. First pitch to Dickey. Swing for strike one. Nice swing and a miss there. It's going to be tough to double, to double up Dickey. He could really run. He's going to have to hit it really hard for us to have a chance because anything that's slowly hit to the infield, there's a good chance that there won't be a double play. As long as you can get the lead runner, that's what you're looking for here. If not, a pitch high for a ball one. Count even at one and one. I'm greedy, Shep. I'm always looking for the, the quick double play. I love the double play. <laughs> Especially when BYU needs a double play and get to the top of the ninth and score a run or two. Yep. Why not? There were some heroics last night. Why not do it two days in a row? One-one pitch from McLaughlin. On its way, and Troutwine was off and running. Foul ball will send him back to first base. One ball and two strikes now on Dickey. I really want to give you a basketball score right now. I'm going to avoid that right now. <laughs> One-two pitch to Dickey. 
Ground ball right up the middle, right to Jackson Clough. Steps wow. on second and throws wow. to first to Brian Sue. A double play from Jackson Clough gets the Cougars out of the inning. They'll head to the top of the ninth with an opportunity to tie or take the lead, trailing 3-2 to two on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Jason Shepard. Top of the ninth in Mesa, Arizona. Northwestern leading BYU 3-2. Cougars need to get something going to tie this game up or possibly go ahead here in the top of the ninth. There's a new pitcher on the mound. Nick Pachorik. We saw Pachorik last night. Yeah, Pachorik got the loss last night, didn't he? he I believe he did. He's a junior from Sherman Oaks, California. He replaces Anthony Alipra. Pachorik, the third pitcher of record for Northwestern. They're looking to close out the Cougars here. BYU. Abraham Valdez with his first at bat as a BYU Cougar. Couldn't come in a better time to get his first hit, right? Hey, this is what you need. Home run will do just fine, but a base hit. I want, just I as want fine. base runners. First pitch is a called strike to Valdez. Cougars need a run to tie this game up. Both teams with six hits. Both teams with two errors. The 0-1 pick, pitch from Pachorik. Swing and a miss for strike two. Yeah, Valdez uh, swing a mess at a slider moving away. Got to get pitches in the zone. Valdez behind in the count, 0-2. Pachorik gets the pitch he wants. Valdez pops that up right to the second baseman, Alex Arrow, for out number one here in the top of the ninth. Looks like we've got another pinch hitter. Looks like Ryan Sapiti's going to pinch hit. Ryan Sapiti hitting for Casey Jacobson. Ryan's a true freshman from Bishop Gorman who has unbelievable power. This is the guy that coaches uh, pinch hitting in this situation and say, hey, tie the game with one swing. BYU would love to see that happen right here. Nobody on, one out. Sapiti at the plate. His first appearance as a Cougar. Pitch low for ball one. Cougars scored a run in the top of the sixth, one in the top of the eighth, hoping to do the same, if not more, in the top of the ninth. Pachorik's pitch, swing and a miss. By Sapiti. A nice healthy cut there, though. One one pitch, another swing and a miss. One ball and two strikes to the freshman Ryan Sapiti. Well, now you're saying to yourself, "Hey, one two, find a way, find a way to put a ball in play and get on base." One ball, two strikes. 
Tried to hold up with Sapiti, and they say he did not go. Nice job of holding up on that. Two and two the count. Pachorik looking into his catcher, Michael Troutwine. Gets the pitch he wants. 2-2 on the way. That ball chopped foul by Sapiti. That's the one thing about Sapiti. Sapiti has never seen a fastball that he doesn't like. This kid is dead red. Throw me a fastball. I'm going to hammer as far as I can. Like you said, he could turn on a pitch and tie this game quite easily. Two-two pitch to Sapiti. Inside for ball three. Northwestern fans and players not sure that that should have been a ball. They thought that was strike three. Yeah, it looked good from right here, but must have been a little in or down. Full count to Ryan Sapiti, the pinch hitter. 3-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Two away here in the top of the ninth. Cougars down to their last out. It'll be the freshman Carson Matthews coming to the plate. Matthews is trying to get on base. BYU needing to extend this inning. If going to have any chance of tying it up or taking a lead here in the top of the ninth. Matthews with a fly ball to center field, and that will do it. Three up, three down in the top of the ninth. The Northwestern takes game two of this three-game series by final of three to two. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back, and we'll go over some of the numbers of this one before we take a break and give ourselves a little bit of a cushion before the second game of the doubleheader. Final score from Mesa, Arizona. Northwestern defeats BYU by a final of 3-2 to two on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Sloan Park in Mesa, Arizona. BYU falls to Northwestern by a final of 3-2. to two. Jason Shepard with you. Cougars taking game one of the series last night in 10 innings. Northwestern evening that series up. There will be... The third and final game, the second game of our doubleheader today, coming up in roughly 30 minutes. And BYU in that game will go back to being the home team. We'll have more on that coming up in just a second. Northwestern got out to a 3-0 lead. They scored all three runs in the bottom of the third. Cougars would inch their way back. They scored a run in the top of the sixth. Also one in the top of the eighth. But in the top of the ninth was number three Nick Pachorik coming in for Northwestern. And he closed the door, retiring all three hitters that he faced in the top of the ninth to end that one and even the series at one win apiece. As we mentioned, we'll have uh, more coming up on the broadcast details. We know that we appreciate everybody who's been listening to this on Facebook Live as well as on ESPN 960. We'll take a quick break, come back, kind of let you know what to expect from a broadcast perspective for game number two on the other side. Cougars fall by final of 3-2 to two to Northwestern on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Jason Shepard. Jason Shepard with you. BYU falls to Northwestern by a final of 3-2. to two. Series even now at one win apiece. The rubber match game coming your way in about 30 minutes. You will hear that game on BYU Radio as well as Facebook Live on BYUCougars.com. We will not start the broadcast, however, 
until the conclusion of BYU basketball. That includes the game as well as post-game coverage from LMU as the Cougars take on the Lions. So going to sign off for right now here in Mesa. We will uh, join you again on BYU Radio coming up in roughly 30 minutes the game will start. We will join you immediately following post-game coverage of BYU basketball. We'll have that game for you coming up in just a few minutes. My broadcast partner for game two of our doubleheader today will be former Cougar Mason Marshall. Appreciate everybody who's helped us out on our first broadcast. We'll talk to you in just a little while. You've been listening to BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. BYU Baseball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.